Last week, Vanity Milan went home and we got our top three queens. This week, Ooh. it's the final of the third best season of Drag Race UK. Wow. Welcome to the Drag Race recap show for Drag Race UK season three, episode 10, Le Grand Finendi. I love it when shows get to the final episode and they don't come up with like a fun name, like just it's the end, the final episode. <laughs> I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like Razor. And you might know us from our podcast, You're Welcome America, where in every episode we translate British pop culture for America. An American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome, love. And for the final time this season, we are your hosts as we recap the third season of Drag Race UK. Okay. Now, this is the fun part where in our little script notes, we've written each other's lines. So what has Fraser written for me? <clears throat> hey, sis, it's Christmas. This week, the Queen, <laughs> I can't even say it. This week, the Queens jot down some of their own lyrics and trot around learning choreo to Rue's song, Hey Sis, It's Christmas, a song that I'm convinced shares the same structure as It's Like That by Mariah Carey. Okay, we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> and on the main stage, the category is Final Three Eleganza Extravaganza. All three gals then lip sync for the crown to a song by someone I've never heard of before. I've heard of fucking Dusty Springfield. And Chrissy V is crowned the winner of Drag Race UK season three. I've heard of Dusty there Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, tell me about them. Tell me about Dusty. Tell me everything you know. Uh, the main thing I really know is that song is in the first wives club. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's like your, your get in to, to know about Dusty. Exactly. Right. But it, it's, Christmas. Mirror, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> Don't just jump into it. It's Christmas. We need to celebrate. Um, oh, okay. Well, I was, I mean, I, I do give a shout out to the props department in a little moment. So we will get yeah. there. Um, and, uh, much like Christmas, I'm, unwell and you're hungover <laughs> i've had my i had my booster shot yesterday and i think i might be dying oh there you go um and i have had too many um very strong drinks at the country club that i now seem to be part of and maybe i'm now a republican i don't know i think when you have the drinks at the country club every sip like turns you into a republican yeah we'll see Forget that the vaccine turns you into a robot. You're actually, you've been turned into a Republican by strong gin and tonics. <laughs> I have. So, so. Before, before we get into the Queens coming back, we get this wild kind of top three <laughs> montage, right? Mm-hmm, yep. The editor, the editor's been working in this all season, just, you know, in like another bin on the edit desktop. Oh, yes. Oh, you know, it's the, the montage bin. I, I didn't I didn't write down too much about this. I just wrote Ella looks bad, uh Crystal looks beautiful, and then I just said Kitty starts with the funniest, like it's her doing that death drop dressed as Rose from Titanic. Um <laughs> and actually Kitty gets the only laugh out of me out of that whole segment, which is where she's like, I've really, really pushed myself this series out of my comfort zone, but I haven't worn black lipstick. I'm not gonna go that far. <laughs> I know that was good. Did enjoy that. Um, I I actually made no notes because that just all washed over me. That very quick montage sequence. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're here, we're doing it. Um, so we then get into uh, the section that I always call on the show mirror moments slash mm. aftermath. So we had Vanity Milan going last week, and we we have a line from her. Oh, actually, no, her. Well, written in the lipstick, it says, "I came, I saw, I conquered." And that was just it. I was waiting for like a pun or a joke or something. I was like, oh no, that, 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 that was it. So there we are. Yeah. And then Kitty says, there's normally a dog in the top three, <laughs> but this year there isn't. I love that. And then she was like, oh, but if you're saying about the dog, maybe I'm the dog. Oh, <laughs> uh, dog. Oh, one of you looks like a dog. Oh, and then, oh, oh my God. Then we get my favorite thing from this whole season of drag race which is let's sit down and ella's gonna talk about how many badges everyone has it's so interesting and so funny and she really pulls it off for any american listeners i'm being sarcastic okay wow she may have had her booster actually that booster shot's really boosted your sarcasm hasn't yeah, it boosted my negativity 
<laughs> so wait, so I actually I've made notes here, but I can't remember what happened. Wait a minute, were all the do they then all the other queens trotted in? Oh yes, yeah, that's well, what happened before before they come in. They I just I felt it's worth noting that they're talking about Ella's jokes about Ronnie G and Kitty calls Ronnie Ronnie. <laughs> I, I have written here a bullet point that says Kitty calls Veronica Green Ronnie. She's she's Kitty, as we said before, Kitty could just be one of our friends. Yeah, she's us. We are her and she is us. So then all the eliminated queens trot in and they have just you know a little catch up, a little chin wag, as it were. Yeah. I've written here, Vicky Scon still has a gammy knee because yes. there's a close up shot of like her bedazzled crutch. I'm like, it's I mean I, this must have been quite the in- injury. Yeah. Well, there's, 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 there's kind of two, it's a twofold thing. She genuinely has talked about how she really did injure herself quite badly. And also there's those rumors floating around about we can't quite get a handle on the timeline of how long this season was filmed for. So like some people are saying a really short amount of time. Some are saying just slightly sped up and some are saying normal. Well, I, well, I watched an interview with the, the three finalists and they said that all episodes were shot in two days with the exception of the fugly episode like that, which we, right. which we worked out that, that timed episode. Yeah. So I think that's pretty normal. Well, no, but it's about how many days in between they had. I think it's mm. like, I think they, I think the schedule was more, uh, truncated as they say. <laughs> We're, anyway. we're gonna have to speak to, we're gonna have to speak to Ayatsi about that, aren't we? Yeah. We're gonna I have to get on the blower to them. <laughs> there was a really nice moment where they, they kind of talk about how Vanity's just been eliminated. So she's just kind of just left the show minutes ago and then gets to walk back in. And I just said, Vanity is so graceful and gracious and kind. She basically talks about, I mean, she came, she lovely. came, she saw, she came, she saw, she conquered, period. No, yeah. no pun, no joke. <laughs> No, she's just so, I don't know. I, I like, I know it's not the time to start being, you know, mean or whatever. And I know she wouldn't do that, but I just thought she was lovely. She's just like, oh, Crystal's the best. I love her. Yeah. Um, I haven't made many other notes here other than the fact that when they do start de- de-dragging, Chrissy's waist in her corset. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. It's Wowzers. really crazy. Oh yeah. And then they just have a montage of Kitty, Kitty falls over. And then she runs around the workroom screaming eliminated, pointing at like different empty spaces in the room. This whole episode, Kitty is at a 12 out of 10, as, <laughs> at like a resting, she's at like a resting 12 and goes up to like a 25. She just was going, eliminated, eliminated, eliminated. <laughs> well, I did see, cause I, I felt exactly the same way. I did see in an interview, they talked about, there's a little snack table, um, just behind the stage and on it, it's got Haribo, cans of coke and red bull <laughs> oh that feels like a real studio day doesn't it like just mm. pounding sugar to try and stay alive <laughs> oh that's horrible and imagine just being like do you know what i've just had a coke so i'm now just gonna have a red bull just for variety <laughs> so shall we get to the next day yep so okay, well, we, do you know what you you said? It's Christmas. It's bloody Christmas, and the props department have pulled an yeah. all nighter. <laughs> There's two departments that have really had a good time: the props department physically, and then the music department. Music department have <laughs> gone onto that that audio networks library that we used to use working in TV in the UK. Typed in "fun Christmas," and it's all like funky Christmas. It's like a rap Christmas. Uh, I feel like the word urban urban Christmas would have been used in the like description on audio networks. It's all just like ding dong, ding dong, cha. Right. Yeah, there's a bit here where where Chrissy doesn't Chrissy say something about an echo, and then they put like a heavy echo in her voice as well. Yeah, yeah, and Kitty's screaming. So Kitty literally enters the room screaming, and then screams her entire everything in this first section. And most importantly, oh, she yeah. she does say a line which I think we both appreciate, which is, mm. it's Christmas, it's the final of RuPaul's Drag Race, but most importantly, is Lisa Scott Lee still in Dubai? <laughs> well, we can say at time of recording this, she's not. She's on tour with Steps. Yeah, so Lisa Scott Lee was the member of Steps who could not be on the Steps physically in the <laughs> studio for that episode. But yeah, Steps are on tour in the UK at the moment, the pop group. I don't know if you saw this breaking news. So Faye got COVID. Yes. So she had to like sit a few 
things out but she's back today but now lee's got covid so he has to set out the rest of the tour so they're just like just you know passing it round steps i know i want to know well i guess it's going to be h but i was wondering i really wanted them to give one of the girls the rap the rap section of five six seven eight <laughs> Here, oh, jump and spam, jump and scab and dab and do bad do i don't know the lyrics to that rap <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I just hope Lisa doesn't get it because she will not be allowed back into Dubai. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, COVID. I thought you meant getting the rap section of 5678. I was like, what, what Dubai got against that Either. song? Because if the Dubai authorities hear Lisa Scott Lee doing the rap section of 5678, she will not be allowed back in <laughs> anyway. Um, at this point, the gals are talking to each other, doing that little catch up. Um, Kitty is talking about the fact that she made it to the final and she thinks of all the gigs where no one turned up and she's like, look at us now. Yeah. Well, she's, she's, she screams those lines. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, your interpretation was very understated. Uh, Ella tries to start another badge count and I just wrote the words boring in capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even, you know, grace oh, my really, Google doc with a bullet point. I really, it's just, it's, it's, it's grated me more and more as, as the show's gone on and the less and less people there, the more she talks about it and the more I, I want to reach into the television and rip the badges off of her chest. Um, anyway, Rue, uh, we have a Rue message that I actually didn't write down this time. I think it's because I'm, the Pfizer is swirling around in my mind and I, I just didn't quite catch it. Well, I, I Going against what you've said in earlier weeks, this was definitely Christmas themed. So yes. they definitely clearly planned this one in advance. I mean, did it make any sense? No. In fact, I'm just going to, do you know what? I'm, let me have a sip of coffee and I'm just going to improv what the line could be. Hang on. <clears throat> Jingle bell, gals. Why don't you grab that eggnog and go up my chimney? Because this week you're going to be unwrapping something under the tree. Oh, is that a fairy? No, it's my three finalists. Snow. I was a little too coherent. Should I give it a try? Was it? Okay, go. What up, you ho-ho-hos? Have you been naughty or nice? Because it's time for sugar and spice. Oh god, I really ran out of steam halfway through that one. <laughs> really, you did I, get a rhyme in. You, you, you got a rhyme in. I was wanting you to go. Well, yeah, but I was wanting you to go to like towards a lump of coal or something. You know, something, you know <laughs> I, what's going to be I, in I, your I stocking? Couldn't, I couldn't. All the Bill Gates uh, nanobots really formed in my mind and stopped me doing it. <sighs> mm, okay. Um, by the way, if at any point during this recording, um, I start to sound faint or like I've got bad signal, that's because I've also just with the other Republicans in the country club, I've just got stocks and shares that I'm monitoring in the back of my, my screen. They're just going up and down. I'm doing some trading, um, oil, oil and big business. So <laughs> it's, it's like barely even a joke now at this point. It's so <laughs> awful. You are a Republican. Okay. So Rue enters the workroom dressed as Christmas. I'm not wealthy enough to be a Republican. So um, Rue comes in and she is going to be, uh, she's going to tell us about the maxi challenge. The gals, the three finalists, they're going to be doing an all singing, all dancing version of, hey sis, it's Christmas. And they're going to have to write a verse each. Wow. Then they have to learn choreo with Jay Ravel. And then I just write, have a chin wag with Rue and Michelle. <laughs> Jay Ravel. You just made me think of the, the chocolate in the UK, Revels. Revels. <laughs> <laughs> what is a revel what's they your the favorite that, revel they're the, they're the ones that were all different flavors right yeah there was like a there was like a toffee one there was an mm. orange one there was a coffee one i think there was a raisin in there and then i think it's oh, just a plain chocolate i like the raisin one i love raisins in chocolate i love a raisin one or i like the coffee one the orange mm. one was too sickly though yeah, it, uh, yeah, it's a little like reminds me of eating like roses as a kid, like Cadbury's roses, and how I always ate the strawberry ones. And now oh. the taste of them make me feel a little sick. I totally beelined for the strawberry ones growing up because <laughs> they were just like oh. a sickly pink color. You know, mm. oh my god, is that what turned us gay? The the the, the strawberry yes. quality streets Cab or roses? roses. Yeah, <laughs> we were a roses house because uh, my mum worked for Cadbury's. Uh, we, our house actually was just filled with Swiss chocolate. We weren't, you know, we weren't, you know, buying our chocolate from Tesco. Anyway, um, what the gals need to do is they need recording. to, what's that? I said, I'm going to leave this recording. How dare you besmirch my family? Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we now see the three gals attempting to write their lyrics um, and they've all got a bit of a strategy going on. So Kitty, she's going to talk about Christmas and also her drag race journey in her lyrics. Great. It would appear that Chrissy V, she, perfect, done, sold. Chrissy V, she just seems to have, I saw like her pad of paper. She's just made a list of rhyming words, um, like in a column, like bells, smells, gels, Ravels, that's the plural of Revels and also J Ravel. And then Ella, she attempts to rhyme tell and bells. And I've just written, nah. <laughs> that's really smart of Chrissy though to do that. That's because that really is just the key to a drag race, like write your own verse thing. It's just like crown, you know, what rhymes with crown? What rhymes with like win, you know, bin? <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying sure. to make a, a win and bin rhyme. So I did, I did like that Crystal said that she can't pull lyrics out of her ass, which I think is fair enough. And then they have a great discussion about Kitty's decision to do a line about Santa pulling her knickers down. <laughs> and uh, as Crystal says, maybe you shouldn't be saying that on the BBC, but I disagree. And I think that that's a great, it's very Kitty and I loved it. And I loved it in the performance I loved too. it. I loved it as well. I, my, I, what I wanted her to turn around and say was, well, you, of course you can say it in the BBC because it stands for um, British Broadcasting Cunts. <laughs> Bloody bastard cunts. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, okay, shall we get to the first sit down with yeah. Niche and Rue? Chinwags. Chinwags. So. Okay, first up was Kitty. I'm going to start with Kitty. Um, her she referenced um musical theater i've just written musical theater college and I'm like what on earth was that of course she was talking about how she went to musical theater college of course she bloody did i mean that's just exactly who kitty is um and she was also talking about the fact that her grandma taught her to sew um, and really, when it came to the sewing challenge week, she was just happy to be safe. She knows she should have been trying to win, but honestly, being safe was good enough for her. And Michelle was like, fair enough. Yeah. And then I saw a really good meme about basically, she kind of says, I always try and see the positive in things. And but the Rue's like, you know, when you're not being positive, tell me about the dark side. You know, tell me about every awful thing about yourself. And basically, Kitty's just like, a very nice, well-adjusted person. So she kind of doesn't even really answer like that. And then I saw this meme, basically, it was a picture of Rue's face looking really like blank-faced and like annoyed. And it was basically like Rue finding out that Kitty has nice, normal family and parents and relationship. <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's a feeling in the air that perhaps Kitty didn't win because she's a positive, well-adjusted person. <laughs> Yeah, even later when she like is, is speaking to her younger self, it's just like, so younger Kitty, just have a good time. Remember you're loved and everything's a-okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, it's nice to hear that not everyone's life has to be a huge struggle, you know? It shouldn't have to be. It's nice. <laughs> a couple of things I did note here though, she's one of six children. So instantly I've got questions about her family there. I mean, that must be a very big conservatory that we saw them sitting in the other week. I mean, to fit all six of them in there. Um, and also her mum, even though her mum's very supportive, her mum's never seen her perform. I would have digged into that a little more. Right. Well, it's because it's too late for her. <laughs> you can't have old Mrs. Scott Claus just like out in Birmingham in the nightlife. That's too much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, my final note, and you've touched on it here, not much light and shade. No, all light. And she's still shouting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to take us away with Ella's chat? I do. I, it's uh, I, <laughs> It opens with RuPaul saying, are you surprised by your success of the show? And she says, yeah, I am surprised. And my note is, me too, love. <laughs> Whoa. And then Rue asks an incredibly loaded question, which uh, <laughs> essentially goes on for about 10 minutes that says, so a lot of the time people get criticized on this show for basically saying like, hey, you're a failed actor. Why don't you just, you know, you just turn to drag to try and get some success later in life. How'd you feel about that? <laughs> like, whoa, okay. Amazing. <laughs> I've then written under, underneath my note on that, I've written in all caps, his name is Nick. Well, perfect for a Christmas episode. Oh, yeah. So Elva Day's uh, boy name is Nick. 
Of course it is. Now I'm speaking as a British person with a boring monosyllabic white name, Ben. But of course his name is Nick or Matt or Dave or John. Oh. It just, it just is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know she she handles that incredibly loaded question with uh with some grace i have to say um and then she kind of talks about how she when she started doing drag she hid it from her musical theater friends because she was worried that that's what they would think too um but you know uh <laughs> <laughs> i love i love in this final episode with you riding high on your pfizer booster shot that you're really struggling to um to hide your true feelings on Ella the day <laughs> hey look it's the final i'd have to talk about her after this week so i thought i might as well just i I've, I've reached the conclusion of my notes on her chin wag so moving on we've got chrissy's chat chrissy v aka crystal versace my main note first of all is that she walks in wearing some strappy trousers mm. um she's got just strips and straps and buckles and all kinds of things she could not go through airport security wearing those um mm. and one thing that she talks about is when she was growing up she got into drag or got interested in it because she loved the click clack of women's heels as a kid and i just mm. wrote didn't we all mm. Yeah, I thought she looked like she could uh, kind of be doing a very high-end spy mission. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, okay. she felt just it just felt like very high-end espionage was her look for this for this chin wag, which I love. But yeah, she's yeah, <laughs> like I I really connected with her on just the sound of a woman's heels click clacking. It really is a great noise. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a very sweet sweet kind of section because she talks about uh, kind of her family heritage. Said her grandma's Greek Cypriot. And, um, that, you know, basically that her nan and, and granddad passed away a few years ago, but she says that her nan would have loved her being in drag. And I just, I love this, the thought of some old Greek Cypriot woman just at the drag shows, you know, forget Mrs. Scott Claus would be like Nana Versace just hanging out in the, in the clubs, the clubs. Yeah. Nana Versace would be like the last one standing. She'd be like buying, you know, ouzo shots for everyone at the end of the night. We're like, we need to go home. Come on. Um, ouzo. Oh, oh, oh. ouzo is one of the most horrible drinks ever made. Oh. Oh. Also going on in this chat with Chrissy V, um, Michelle asks her about her virginity. And I thought this was a lovely moment in that Crystal was, she said that she she didn't she doesn't want to even though she shared the fact that she's a virgin age 19 she doesn't want to look inexperienced and quite often backstage at shows when all the gals are chatting she feels quite left out um because they're probably all you know they've all probably had an ouzo shot and they're just chatting all sorts um (laughs) and then rue just really sort of like puts a lovely button on the whole thing at the end essentially where she just says honey you're doing great yeah she she basically says Crystal Versace, because Kitty Scott's Claus has a lovely family and you've shown just a little, a little bit of vulnerability, you are the winner of the, and then Michelle's like, Rue, it's not time. She's like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, we haven't, uh, <laughs> never mind. Uh, it doesn't matter. Everything is fine. Now, speaking yeah. of revels, should we crack open a bag of J revels and, uh, get into some choreo with J Ravel? Ooh, I'm going to devour a whole bag of J Ravel. And um, he is, he is, he is hot. There's no denying. He is. But do you think his name is Revel and he gets really annoyed? Do you think it's a little bit like keeping up appearances where he's like constantly trying to get people to say, he's like, it's Ravel. And everyone's like, it's Revel. (laughs) 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 Lovely, lovely Hyacinth, Hyacinth bouquet slash bucket reference there. Look at you. Even though you've you've had your Pfizer booster, you're doing it. I was thinking, actually, I genuinely, even though I don't know that she's even touched on it, I genuinely would watch Kitty Scott Claus do a Hyacinth bouquet, like, lip sync or, like, you know, performance. I don't know why. I just feel like she'd be able to capture the the essence of Hyacinth bouquet. So it's a 90s, a 90s TV show about a, <laughs> a, middle, a lower middle class woman that wants to be posh. Really great. Oh, perfect. Um, okay, dance rehearsal. You take us away. What, what have we got going on here? Uh, Kitty does a great in, inside drag reference, which is, uh, how basically every season of Drag Race, they come out and talk about how hot the chore- choreographer is. And Kitty literally steals Ginger Minge's line about how this man is so hot that she's flooded her basement. So I was like, good for her. Very like referency, but not like it was fun. It was like a fun little moment. And then, mm. 
who goes first? So Chrissy V. So they basically are all kind of going through their individual segments. And I think they're, they're coming up with their own choreo for their own verses, basically. Yeah. And Chrissy's just, she just gets on the floor and sticks her long legs up and does this. I, I basically said in, in or out of drag, Chrissy V looks like she's doing amazing drag. Yeah. Well, she's, she's wearing some, what I've described as some fishy white wader heels. Mm. Um, and yeah, she's spelling out her name, isn't she? She's, she's spelling out yes. a V and a something else with her legs. Um, she's doing also that thing when they're all standing together, like looking around kind of nervously, like they're looking to like the producers and people off camera. Um, help. but yeah, help. Ooh. <laughs> um, and yeah, but she does, she does very well does very well now ella i do want to give a shout out here ella wearing a tank top she does say that um rue loves an old hoofer and i want mm. you just to break down the phrase for us old hoofer old hoofer <laughs> yeah a hoofer an old hoofer is like in a showbiz term it's like someone who's some old old dame that's been like treading the boards of a, a musical theater for like 50 years and is turning up to a, a party drunk on champagne does that make sense? Mm, yeah, in hoofer. the way that, in the way that like Kristen Chenoweth is definitely becoming an old hoofer. Yes, <laughs> I like the way you say hoofer. 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 We get a great little uh, it, the kind of group choreo starts happening, and we get a great little segment where they start giving Crystal the clown edit. They're literally like a do 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 do. Uh, but then Kitty says in her interview, which I thought was funny, is that she's like, oh, here we go again. Chrissy V, like, can't get the choreo. And then we go home, come back the next day, and she's completely amazing. And then she just goes, boring, at, like, the top of her lungs. I think this is when she's gone up to maybe a 16. Oh, yeah. She's 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 getting up there. Um, yeah, because at this point as well, Chrissy V, she's kind of making whimpering noises. Like, she's like a hurt puppy. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, so we are back in the workroom for the next day did you or did you not enjoy the gorgeous gorgeous footage of the trams of manchester <laughs> through a, a a pink hue just kind of scuttling around manchester city center i was like oh i Ladies, the glamour never stops. I have, I have written a whole, I've given it a whole separate section and bullet point <laughs> entitled Manchester. So yes, before we get to the final workroom, we get to see the Manchester tram in that pinky mm. purple blue hue. And we also get to see that gorgeous architectural structure, the tall Hilton Hotel in Manchester, <laughs> the one that's so tall that when it's windy, it makes a whistling noise. Just, it just makes me laugh that like say san francisco has you know trams they call them trolleys right and it's just like you think of this like glamorous like san francisco street and like people hanging off of a trolley that it's like manchester trams it's like so just like you know your old your old nana getting on the tram to go shopping at little it's so depressing <laughs> or you think or you think of like san francisco oh we'll show a shot of the golden gate bridge but yeah. we're in manchester we'll show a shot of that really tall hilton you know yeah, that one that. they built a few years ago. <laughs> yeah, that like weird, that little tiny suspension bridge near Media City that that takes you over <laughs> to that horrible shopping center with that cinema that I went and saw um, the Avengers in when I was working there alone. <laughs> oh God! Um, so we are in the workroom. It's the I've, I've called this section the final workroom day. Mm, yeah, I, I'm sad. I was sad. This is going to be the last time that we were going to see Crystal's leopard coat. It really, that coat's really been a friend a wash. to me throughout this. <laughs> Oh, you know that that coat, when it gets damp, it smells like wet dog. <laughs> you know it. If Chrissy V gets caught in the rain in that coat, that is a wet dog smelling coat if ever I've seen one. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that coat, I mean, she's quite young, but I wonder if that coat, she's ever worn it to a club and like bunged it behind like a radiator because she didn't want to spend £1.50 putting it in the cloakroom, you know? Of course she has christy v might be a classy bitch but every one of us age 19 has thrown our coat into like the void of a club and somehow managed to scrape it back up again at the end of the night remember that gold that gold uh, leather jacket that i had i knew you were gonna bring this up tell us what happened to that gold jacket tell us what happened i think it was actually i think it might be have been a gold pleather bummer jacket it was a gold (laughs) metallic jacket that i had no i just left it in like a club overnight and then had to go back the next day and get it and it was just the most sad and depressing experience of my life and it was that sex club remember like was it called sin 
Yeah, yeah, it was called Sin, and then they changed the name to Den or something like that. Wait a minute, wasn't it that club where everyone got their credit cards and, and stuff stolen from them? <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Do you remember? There was a period of time where like everyone got their stuff stolen. Like every time we went, someone would be like, "Someone's, someone's taking my credit card details and my bank details, and they're ch- making all these charges." I remember being in the, the, the smoking area, like calling my bank, calling Bank of Scotland. <laughs> my card's been cloned, guys. My card's been cloned. I've lost my gold jacket. My card was in it. It's been cloned. <laughs> They've cloned my jacket. That was a one of a kind. Thank you very much. Nineteen ninety nine from H and M. Oh, so the final workroom day. So um, they start talking about what they all thought of each other when they first laid eyes on one another back in episode one. Um, they thought that Chrissy V. Uh, they thought that they'd seen her on Instagram and she thought that she was all filters, but turns out in reality she looks like that. Yeah, that's that's what's going to happen when you're gorgeous and talented and 19. Yeah. Then Kitty, uh, Kitty, <laughs> well, Kitty here, she was, she, when Ella walked in, she was raging because Ella walked in a kind of busty blonde pink look, mm. which in retrospect, it didn't really, it's like a whole other creature. Um, yeah. And Kitty was just like, she was pissed off uh, because like that's her thing. And then she, she describes Ella as, a handsome lady like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast in drag. It's just couldn't be more perfect. Like she's <laughs> she's Kitty is me and I am Kitty. I love her. Um then they uh Crystal calls Kitty a loud bitch and says that she has warm energy. And then they kind of just do a real quick thing about their kind of favorite moments in the competition and really just the highlight was just Kitty meeting Emma Bunton. I mean, really, yeah. I love seeing that again. Yeah, and yeah, although Ella won snatch game. Oh, yeah, but also Ella does an amazing Ronnie G impression here. Oh my god, her and Kitty both did really good Ronnie G. But yeah, Ella's Ronnie G impression was really flawless. She also did yeah. a really good River Medway impression. Or was that Kitty? I can't remember. But River Medway is much easier. I feel like they really got yeah. Ella really got um, Ronnie G done perfectly. It's, and then at this like, point, they all I like say wearing that, harnesses. That's my favorite. Oh, I like wearing <laughs> harnesses. <laughs> <laughs> and they also hear that they can't do a kitty impression because she does so many impressions and so kitty <laughs> then is joking that she she came into the competition uh knowing who she was and now she has no clue who she was <laughs> she's so funny um should uh, we should we take a little break before we get to what ella called the battle of the busty blondes let's do it and we are back. We're going to that main stage for one for one final festive time. And um I just want to say Rue's dress here, she she pops out. I've described it as it, she's been drizzled, her dress has been drizzled in PVA glue, and then she's just rolled in glitter. <laughs> yes, she's like a, a glittery Oscar. Oh, lovely. And then on the panel this week, for the final week, we have Mish, Graham, and Alan Carr. Shout out to Graham here, who says he leaves poppers out for Santa. Great joke. Mm, Great joke. And then Alan is wearing uh, a white kind of, um, almost like a pussy bow neckline bow around Mm. his neck. Lovely for Christmas. Yeah. I loved uh, Graham's like kind of ombre, gray and black kind of shiny looking suit. It was really fun. Yeah, I really, ombre, I really ombre like, metallic. Love yeah, I love Alan and Graham like so much. I feel like every week I say that, but like it's it's just worth saying again. Two of like the oh, nicest, si- funniest men. Wonderful and great and as <laughs> great to work with. Great to work with. Um, I was just going to say, by the way, babes, there's that show coming out which Graham is hosting, Queens of the Universe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The singing competition. Yeah, thoughts, feelings, emotions. I'm interested in watching the first episode, uh, and I don't know if I'll like anything after that. Yeah, I don't ever want to hear a queen sing live. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> that is that. So on to the maxi challenge. We've got the group number for Hey Sis, It's Christmas. Okay. I've made some notes here. My, my first note is they're all dressed in Mean Girls Jingle Bell Rock clothes. Yeah. <laughs> They are. And I, I like that. Uh, I know that Rue never performs her own songs in the finale because it's kind of would be strange, but it just made me laugh that she's, uh, she's, this starts off the performance like on a TV on the set. <laughs> yeah. And the main reason I put that note in the beginning is 
for some reason i don't i don't even think the song sounds like it's like that by mariah carey but in my brain it goes like this hey sis it's christmas na 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 i like that show like that that yo like yeah like it literally i can't explain how my brain does it but it, it that bit of the song all connects into it's like that by mariah carey and i feel insane I came to have a party. party. Open up the Bacardi. Now, when have you gone to a party and been like, oh, do you know what? I fancy a bit of Bacardi. <laughs> oh, every time. You know how much I love Bacardi white rum. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to drink, I used to drink in college. Um, if I wasn't having like a, a, a triple vodka, uh, diet coke or as in the uk you call it a treble a treble vodka diet coke or if i wasn't having a treble uh, gin and tonic i might just you know for fun have a treble bacardi and orange oh. <laughs> <laughs> and on a super wait on a super fun night i'd have one after the other i mean the good thing about that is it tastes like the vomit as you're drinking it so when you do throw it up <laughs> later it's just like a familiar familiar feeling oh real acidity what are your notes here? Uh, my notes that was, uh, Crystal looked like a tiny little, she had her tiny little like parakeet head again, because, uh, Ella and, and Kitty are both pretty substantial ladies in drag and Crystal's kind of small and skinny. So she looked like this tiny little kind of little parakeet between the two of them. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to some of the lines here because Ella yeah. says, I've an Ella of a Christmas with Ella of a day. I thought yeah. that's very good. I, um, I thought Ella's verse was really, really good. And she looked yeah. great. And I mean that. Yeah. She was on, she was on good form. I've written Chrissy. She's doing fine with the choreo. I liked Kitty. She, she, uh, she had the line, pull my cracker. It's your favorite Kitty. <laughs> and who else did she reference in her lyrics, Ben? Oh my God. Well, she does, she does all her celeb impressions in one line, which is pretty phenomenal. Mm hmm. Yeah. To reference Gemma Collins, Scylla Black and Nadine Coyle in, in a verse of a RuPaul's Drag Race song is nothing short of iconic. And I don't like to throw that word around, but it, it like truly, because basically I watched this on Thanksgiving and I was really drunk. So I oh. don't remember a lot of the details. So when I rewatched it today, it was like a whole new show. And I, 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 I completely missed that line when I was drunk. So it was a real treat to hear that. Wow. What'd you be, what'd you been drinking? Oh Christ. Uh, we we drank champagne, red wine, and white wine. <laughs> no, but that's all. That's technically all just grape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just drank a lot of grape. A, a lot, really of, lot grape. of grape. And I said to you in that text that I sent you where I can't believe it was Thanksgiving and I was talking too much and drinking too much and having too much of a good time that I had one medium-sized plate of food. I, that's all I ate. And it's so dumb because it's Thanksgiving. You're meant to feel like physically sick. But by Ugh. the end of the evening, when I was like super drunk, when I got home, I was like, I'm starving. I've like eaten one plate of food all day and I've drunk like a thousand glasses of wine. Again, like you fool. said, I don't eat properly. Fool, <laughs> fool. I just want to give a quick shout out to the, the menu I had at the country club. That involved um, just to start off with some oysters, um, shrimp, poke and smoked salmon, which was all displayed on an ice sculpture in the shape of the logo of the country club. And that was just the starter. All the, the usual festive fare was around. And then I, I really finished off the night by having um, on, from the sweets area. Two sort of ornamental swans that had been constructed out of chocolate. They were divine. <laughs> and then you all went to the fire pit and threw in money and laughed, right? Uh, no, we threw in coal because we, we don't believe in renewable energy if you are a Republican. <laughs> uh, so just in terms of the, the general, I've got a few general notes here. I wrote there's lots of floor slut work choreography, which I really liked. They did like a real like little floor kind of slut section, which was them all like kind of on their backs. Then they rolled onto their knees and did like a, just a lot of like thrusting down on the ground. They did yeah. that kind of like banging on the floor dance route, dance move that I really like as well, where you're like laying down on the ground, banging on the floor and like banging your crotch into the floor as well at the same time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's quite, it's quite, um, Britney in Vegas meets, um, I mean, Little Mix in the music video for Touch yes. did a lot of that kind of floor yes. work. And now, I never forget, obviously, also Pussycat Dolls react. They did a lot of floor slut work in oh, that song as well. Oh, yeah. Still a big fan of that song. Um, I've written in general, Chrissy V is solid. We, we have a, a dance break, which I was excited oh. about, but I have to say no one sells this dance break. 
No, but I liked, I liked that there was one. Cause this was, well, cause basically, um, during the song, all of the eliminated queens came back and they were all holding, uh, plastic electric candles, which I thought was really <laughs> funny. And, uh, and I, I think that I may, this must have been for, um, I guess for spacing, but mainly for Vicky Scone, the, the eliminated queens, they walk back in and then they do what I described as standing still choreo. So like it was all arms and, it was all arms, basically. Everyone's legs stayed in the same spot and they just did arm movements. Mm. And, and then for the dance break, they all turned their back, which I really liked. <laughs> <laughs> As if like, to say, I'm not looking, I'm not going to watch this. <laughs> I thought, yeah, yes, pretty much. But it's like, we, we're not top three. We can't even look at it. Like we have to turn away. And yeah, I, I do. I know what you mean. No one really like knocked it out of the park, but I guess I just wasn't expecting a dance break. So I was just so genuinely delighted by it that I think I clapped. Oh, lovely. Um, another favorite moment for me was right as the performance ends, the, it ends, the music ends, and then you just hear the noise of the, the confetti cannon going. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And Kitty knocked Santa's head off. Oh yeah. <laughs> that creepy, that creepy, like Santa thing was. I guess it's like in another, in another world when they actually used to have the brick crew, they all clearly would have been dressed as like sexy Santas, but there was just like an old dummy, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like weird. So moving oh. on, we've got our category, our final category, which is final three eleganza extravaganza. First mm. up, we have Ella in a purple strapless gown. Someone makes the, the comment that she looks like a purple quality street. Quality street is a, a sweet, a candy in the UK. <laughs> yeah. Um, she is wearing a lot of gold jewelry, like gold mm. necklace and gold earrings that I think is all just a bit too big. Because it all, you, there's no, you, there's no space between the earrings and the necklace and the dress. Right. So from afar, it looks like she's wearing like just a gold neck brace. Right. I liked the hair and the jewelry. I guess I just didn't like the dress that much. It was a little, uh, hmm. I don't know. I, it's hard to put my finger on it. What it was that I, I, it just wasn't great. <laughs> I know she's taken the note about doing big hair. Yeah. But I have to say that I, I th- I've written here big horrible hair. Oh shit. Um, it's worth noting here that, uh, Alan inexplicably says, up the plum, no harm done. And then Graham laughed like he was literally at front row, like an Alan Carr stand up gig. Like the two of them were like giggling and essentially clutching each other through the perspex. It was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have next? Uh, next is Kitty. They, I, I describe this look as Cinderella meets Gone with the Wind, but also she describes it as Christmas fairy in a very, very strange color. <laughs> well, it is, it is, I've written here, basically, just do a Google image search of Jerry Hallowell at the premiere of their Viva Forever musical. So all the girls are dressed in black, I believe, and then, or just different things. And then Jerry just turned up, Ginger Spice turned up, kind of dressed like a live action Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially this dress. Yeah, it's just, it's just a little dish raggy in terms of the, <laughs> the shade of grey to me. It's a strange, like it's not, it's not silver, even though I think it's meant to be silver. I was getting a touch of dish rag gray about it, but I do think that it looked like her and Graham could get married in those outfits, like matching. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Have we had a drag race wedding before? We, there has been a wedding episode. Yeah. Where they, uh, they made over the grooms, um, and the brides dressed as men and, uh, yeah, but th- that episode got pulled off of the internet because one of the grooms complained about something to do with it. So you actually can't, it's really hard to find. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Finally, we had Chrissy V. Now she comes out in black crushed velvet mm. with big puff sleeves, gold chains everywhere, which are very Versace. Yeah. Her namesake. Her yeah. hair is, I've written, her hair is down. Um, she's got a red Christmas lip on. And, um, shout out to the comment from Alan. I think it was Alan. Maybe it was Graham. It said, is that Horticia? <laughs> Yeah, she, she, um, she looked amazing. I wrote, she looks amazing with a tiny little head. <laughs> like, and I'm not even, I don't even mean that as a bad thing. I weirdly feel like that's kind of her signature now. I'm so used to seeing her with like a really dramatic shoulder and her tiny little parakeet head. I, I think she, she looked, <laughs> she looked gorgeous. I think, I don't want to skip to the critiques, but I think, was it uh, Alan or Graham said that she truly saved like the best for last? I thought it was one of her best. It just yeah. really, and it was really smart the way she looked so different to the other two as well. Like it wasn't sheeny, shiny gown gown. It was very like sexy and like dark. I loved it. I, 
I agree. I think the other two were a little bit pantomime, where yeah. she she says that she purposely didn't go for a ball gown, and mm-hmm. I think it paid off. Speaking yeah. of, shall we get to the critiques? Yeah. I mean, at this point in the show, it has to be said that the critiques aren't really that interesting because it's all yeah. like, you're great, you're great, you're in the final, and we have to say you're great because otherwise this whole show doesn't work and we won't get another season. So for Ella, they're impressed that she sang. Uh, Graham was not impressed with her silver shoes, which you can see peeking through because her jewellery was gold. Um, they talk about her being consistent. Um, and Ella says that being in the show is like being on an audition for weeks. Yeah, an audition that like never ends. That did make yeah. me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Kitty was next. Uh, there's not really, again, it was just a lot of compliments, but it's worth saying that at this point, Alan <laughs> said that she reminds her of a Labrador, uh, yeah. like dog, like bounding on stage. And you just want to be like, who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? And then calls her human Baraka, which is just, I think maybe he said that in her, um, in the judges critiques later, but yeah, called her human Baraka, meaning yeah. a fizzy effervescent, thing that you put in some water that make you feel better. And I was like, that is a great description of Kitty because she really, that's how I feel. I feel so happy every time I see her. Alan also later on does an accidental Nadine impression, Nadine Coyle impression, <laughs> which is just so good. <laughs> uh, and then Graham in general just thinks that Kitty's great, but she goes in too hard. So kind of like mm. what you were saying, she's always just kind of up at that level, yeah. up at 16, um, she has been oh yeah, yeah. Cause he's, he's like it's like you don't always have to be like shitting on a toilet or <laughs> that, that was funny because remember when she was shitting on the toilet for the wonderful drag alexa challenge that we've all tried to forget happened oof r.i.p yeah. finally we have chrissy v um they thought that she had very energetic choreo and throughout the season she's developed real confidence in her performing abilities mm. they've really she's really proved that she's more than just a pretty face um and in general they're very impressed that from the off she had looks but yeah. the competition has unleashed something in her yeah, and then there's that wild thing from Michelle where she's like, you're the same age as my youngest daughter. <laughs> I was like, whoa! <laughs> and she's basically like, my youngest daughter, like, I, I like, couldn't imagine her doing this, and it's like, insane that you can. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty wild. Couldn't picture I that. liked, I liked, we also got like Rue doing a little sum up where she was like, okay, so Chrissy V, she's benefited from putting laser focus and drag. Kitty, right. she's done all the time in the clubs. And Ella, she's put hours on the stage. Mm. I like that. Yeah. So then we get my least favorite moment of Drag Race, which is Rue, the props department have to get those picture, childhood pictures, you know, the, get a JPEG, get it sent from that, get it from the contestant, get it emailed from that, you know, the person that looks after the producer. Okay. So we need to blow up that JPEG. Oh God. Okay. We're going to have to put it on back on some foam board. Oh, I don't know. It just feels like one of those things that gets done last minute. And then, and then the props department present it and everyone's like, yeah, that's good. Um, what are the backups? And they're like, uh, no, we, we have not done backups for each <laughs> yeah, of these photos. We did we, not get the images in time. And this is, yeah. what, this is what you're going to get. What, what image, what image of you would it be? Oh, there's a really good picture of me and my family outside of our house in the snow and all my family are, cry- uh, are smiling and I'm crying. I <laughs> get them to like zoom in on the picture of me crying in my, uh, my pram. What about you? Um, there's a pretty good picture of me wearing a purple, um, sweater, um, and I'm beside my sleeping beauty cake, which was bespoke and made for me, and I'm about to blow out the candles. Fucking, of course you'd use the word fucking bespoke. You can get out of here. <laughs> that was from, so in Glasgow growing up, there was this cake shop called Top Tier Designer Cakes. That's where it came from. Okay. So, um. <laughs> So, uh, I, I just, I didn't write down too much here because this is, this is kind of all a little boring as well. I just wrote that Ella does a lot of tearless crying during her section. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I've written the real names. So first of all, we've got Nick on a bike who looks like Macaulay Culkin as a child. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's all very sweet. I, I, I don't mean to dim- diminish, you know, talking to your younger self. It's a nice thing that happens. I just. I'm a little over it at this point of Drag Race, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Next up is Lewis. Actually, I don't even remember who Lewis is. Oh, Lewis is Kitty. Kitty. Oh yeah. my God. Um, she just says, don't take it for granted how positive your upbringing is. I mean, we've touched on it before that she has really benefited, lucky her, from having yeah. a very supportive and wonderful <laughs> childhood. 
yeah, Rue essentially rips up her picture like halfway through and just goes, just stop. You're too nice. You're too well adjusted. You haven't cried. Like Ella, at least Ella pretended to cry. Like you're, you're like smiling because you're so happy and, and gorgeous and lovely. So get out. <laughs> then finally we have Luke, aka Chrissy V. She leans into the fact that she needs, she, she would tell her younger self to cherish time with her nan um, because uh, she's not going to be around forever. And she says, you're going to find it hard with your dad, but have patience yeah. because he'll come around and become your biggest fan. And finally, calm down with the filler love. Yeah, I write that it was a slam dunk filler joke. Very good. It was because there were some real like hard hitting things, and then she ended it. She, yeah, a little a little filler joke, perfect. Yeah, really, really good. She she did the best in that in the childhood moment thing. So, uh, speaking of which, what would you say to your childhood self, Ben? Oh no, I, we're I'm not gonna, doing yours this. would be you're amazing. Don't change anything, right? <laughs> Whoa, a okay, my sweet. <laughs> okay my sweet what my my older self i said like a like an agent smoking a cigarette okay my sweet i know i feel like we both do that for ourselves both just be like oh yeah it's gonna be fine you're gonna be good. you're great <laughs> right i just well i would be really hard to produce in this section because i'm like well what's the point my younger self isn't gonna hear myself like let's just Let's just move this along. <laughs> you just refusing to do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, shout out at this moment. I did notice, is Ella wearing those kind of invisible bra straps? Do you remember those? Yes, I think she is wearing a clear bra strap. <laughs> very, very troubling. Because I'll tell you what, they ain't invisible. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't invisible. And also because they're made up like a clear plastic, they get quite sweaty. Mm. I remember nights out with my, my girlfriends in the early 2000s when they were wearing invisible bra straps quite sweaty yeah catch the light too as well for something that's meant to be invisible (laughs) okay then we have another section which i feel like you're going to detest i've just called it why you oh i didn't write a single note for why you (laughs) okay i'm going to run through it real quick ella says that she should win because she would be the best ambassador of uk drag and drag race kitty says she's the embodiment of british drag and chrissy v says that she represents the new generation on of drag and she also says the crown would look great on me and she's not wrong because she's wearing the hair for it. She's oh, got yeah, her hair that. down. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so we go into Untucked and guess who's sitting in there? It's all those old hoofers from the whole series. They're all back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <sighs> should we, uh, let's save their, their outfits for when they come back on the stage, right? Because I've just okay. got a couple of one or two word descriptions of each of their looks. But uh, okay. I do have to say, I did laugh out loud every time they cut to Charity Case for a reaction <laughs> shot in this scene because she's wearing like a full, almost like the Purge meets uh, kind of the Flintstones. Yes. <laughs> I've, I've, written, her look. I, I've written her look as a spooky Flintstone. Yeah. But th- that kind of style of mask feels very the Purge to me. So yeah, yeah. it was like, maybe it was the Purge like 10,000 years BC. <laughs> oh, love that. The prequel. Um, so yeah, they talk about some real highlights and standout moments from the season. They talk about Shariza and her, her bad wig, which is described as a Smithy's wig. Oh, I, I did, is it River that said that? Someone said it. When they, when whoever it was described it as struggling to get that Smithy's wig on your head, I died a thousand deaths. Smithy's is a incredibly like, in every single fancy dress joke shop, it is like the lowest tier. Every time you have to buy a prop for a TV show, you're like, always end up buying Smithy's brand stuff. That just really, that's such a specific UK reference. It really got me good. That was, was so really funny. <laughs> um, they talked about Electra jumping off the stage and someone said, yeah, you jumped right home, which I thought was great. <laughs> oh yeah, called it an, an illegal move, which I thought yeah. was funny as well. <laughs> and then they talk about the number, the amount of times that Shariza cried. And then they did a great, I mean, the editor, this is the, if they would have, you know, put this to, to BAFTA or the Emmys mm. to try and win an Emmy or a BAFTA, they should just show this section. Oh, the, crying just, yeah, the crying montage of Teresa with a lovely light Spanish guitar kind of ditty playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. And just a nice, nice little fun moment from Scarlet where they're like, Oh, what about you storming off? And she's like, how about we don't talk about me for once? I was like, Oh, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Okay. So anything else before we get to the main stage? Nah, let's just, let's have a quick <laughs> run through the gals coming back, shall we? I didn't, I only made three notes here. So you take it away. Okay. Anubis. My note is solid. Yep. <laughs> Electra. Fine. <laughs> Vicky Scone. 
gorgeous i wrote yeah also, also love that she got an assist down the steps <laughs> yeah she looks she looks great here ronnie g i wrote slutty and sexy love it yes so ronnie g she essentially wasn't wearing anything um she looked great yeah i I saw her post about this saying that she got a lot of uh a lot of like negative blowback from this this look and i was like why i thought she looked great also also you're doing the opposite of what all the other queens are doing get the attention get those comments completely i thought it was really smart but uh and again charity we've talked about it it's uh the purge ten thousand bc i actually really (laughs) liked this look i thought it was really fun uh Teresa classic classic uh, Teresa river i i wrote what in the queen Anne hell is this <laughs> <laughs> a real underwhelming royal number i was like oh yeah that felt that speaking of smithies that felt fresh out the bag that outfit i don't know what was happening there <laughs> it looked also like she'd got like um a glitter glue like a glitter glue pen and just done dots around the edge you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it was it was a tough one uh scarlet i just she's just yeah she kind of was doing like a frozen ice princess kind of look i liked it yeah yeah uh, vanity i simply just wrote great vanity looks oh, amazing really she, i've written vanity looks amazing in a big red number yeah she great and then at this point rue announces that each one of them has won a qbe uh, which stands for queens of british eleganza and then i don't know if the art department were really take, having like a joke at this point but the 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 qbe award that they all won that they showed rue looked very strange on it <laughs> it looks it looks like when you're on a talk show and you decide to pull a prank on someone like remember a few years ago david beckham was presented with a statue of himself right. and it kind of looks like a melted waxwork made of yes. gold yes looks it like has that. the it has that like terrifying yes oh, it's like that is it that statue of lucille lucille ball that's in is that in palm springs where she looks so scary there's like yeah. a few, yeah it felt like that it looked very kind of horror movie yes Chris, cristiano ronaldo has one i'm sure as well <laughs> yes yes and then um so rue announces that the group uh the top three are gonna lip sync for the crown and then she runs through the prizes and i have to say much like when you and i watched the episode together the other week i uh <laughs> You know, they win a crown and scepter courtesy of fierce drag jewels. And then I laughed out loud when Rue says, you win an all expenses trip to Hollywood, USA. And I just, yeah, I laughed out loud again by myself when she said it. I just was picturing, I just was picturing like what, what we know of Hollywood and just like how depressing, <laughs> like depressing it is to like arrive and be like, Oh, thanks. <laughs> what right beside like the, the veggie grill and sunset beside like yeah. sunset and vine. Exactly. Exactly. Just being like, just yeah seeing like someone dressed as like captain america outside of like hooters on sunset it's like (laughs) just like so depressing and sad in my in my head i think we talked to it before i just thought of the fact there's hollywood florida so when she said hollywood usa i was like "Uh oh read read those terms and conditions (laughs) yeah we can we can't get you all the way across the country you're gonna stop at hollywood florida (laughs) yeah so at this point the queens are told that they will all need to lip sync for the crown and the song they're going to do it to is you don't own me by dusty springfield thoughts mm. on this song as a final lip sync um it felt weird it felt weird because it kind of it felt like it was technically favoring ella and kitty a little bit because it's kind of old had kind of you know it's like a you imagine like an old west end queen old theater queen would really enjoy doing a dusty springfield number right it felt mm-hmm. like it was not weighted towards crystal i would say in just in terms of the choice like it wasn't a contemporary pop song. It felt kind of like it was leaning towards Ella, maybe being the most adept at it. But I yeah. do feel like in reality, I think Chrissy V did the best job. Yeah. I think the song selection sounded like Rue wanted it and the producers were told and the right. producer said, maybe we'll do something else. And then it came, the word came back. No, Rue wants this song. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they okay. tried to like, they tried to give like a remix of it and Rue was like, no radio edit only and it's like ooh, could have done with it just even a remix would have helped it it was a little uh it's just it was too um i know that it has the big like but don't tell me what to do but it just i don't know it wasn't it wasn't very fun i just didn't get it i'm like (laughs) why are we doing this song right now anyway we had the three of them singing first of all ella whips off her skirt in Oh, sorry. Kitty whips off her skirt. In general, Kitty and Chrissy, they do a lot of like reacting to one mm. another and big facial expressions. Yeah. Ella, she just like walks around and doesn't do anything. 
Yeah, I think she might have been trapped in her dress a little bit. Oh, I don't know because it's that that mermaid like fishtail thing. I think maybe she didn't have a lot of leg leg room, whereas obviously Kitty had a full you know took that whole giant skirt off, so she was in like a leotard basically. So good point, but but yeah. Kitty like not Kitty Chrissy V, she's kind of in that Horticia look. Yeah, true. She really she really threw herself into it. I thought that the bit that really made me laugh was when it just so happened that Ella and uh, Crystal. Chrissy like walked to the back of the set together and uh, Kitty was like, oh, and did like a, she like scrambled to match them and then did like a fake sexy pose at the back with the two of them. That really, really made me laugh. She did a lot of good. Kitty was full on doing like performance interaction. And yeah, Chrissy, Chrissy made me laugh. There's a couple of times where they kind of, the two of them locked eyes and were both like, oh, at each other, which I thought was funny. Oh, just had a note from producer Brie. She said that Ella apparently hurt her back the night before and she was in pain for the lip sync. And of course, as we feel well know in the UK, in terms of painkillers, not as strong and oh, you have yeah. to get them off the NHS. You're going to have to see your GP in 10 days. You can't just nip to CVS. Yeah. You know, although, although it depends about the onset medic. It depends how, uh, how kind of. <laughs> like corrupt they are. I'm not going to name any names because I don't want to get anyone into trouble. I worked on a certain TV show and the, the onset medic was incredibly corrupt on that. And I swear was giving out like full on like injections of like things to people. Oh my God. Not everyone that worked on the show, but if you were at a certain tier, I do believe that people were getting like, you know, like vitamin injections, but also like just, uh, yeah, like pain injections. I, mm, I'll, I'll talk to you afterwards about what show that was. You can probably guess. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I think there was a whole, I think there was a whole thing on Coronation Street as well in the UK. Like there was a corrupt set doc, set medic doctor working in that. And <laughs> anyway, Google that if you want. So. It's probably um, the same guy. Oh, or, probably, or girl. Uh oh. Or person, or person. Don't know. Who knows? So, um, yeah, the lip sync happens. Anything else you want to say about it? I just wrote Crystal's boobs are so shiny. And then, oh. and then it made me laugh at the end. Uh, Ella dropped to the floor and then they, they had to help her up and that made me laugh. Oh, oh yes. And of course I thought that was a joke, but now that we no, know she, that she had a bad yeah, back. She's like, no, please help me up. But it was just a funny end. And like, cause you know, all, all my negative comments about Ella aside, I did like at the end when they all hugged each other, the three of them. And it was like a real kind of like, I think in drag, especially drag race, there's like a, people are quite reluctant to really go for it and hug each other. Cause there's a lot happening on their heads and their like chests and things, you know, there's like a lot going on. But I feel like the three of them really just like mashed all their hair and like makeup together in a big hug. I thought that was really sweet. Well, by that point, I mean, it's yeah, you've got nothing it. to lose. <laughs> yeah. So they all do the lip sync and then we find out that the winner of Drag Race UK season three is Kitty Scott. Oh, oh, it's Chariza. Wait a minute. (laughs) Hang on. It's Crystal Versace. Do you know what? Good. (laughs) (laughs) I like, listen, I really wanted Kitty to win. I thought that she was a shoe in. I thought it was, I thought it was definitely going to be her. Um, and actually, when I was really drunk on uh, Thanksgiving watching it, I couldn't believe that she didn't win. But actually, watching the episode back, it not, you know, in my notes today, it definitely felt like Crystal just really pulled out a few things right at the end that really just tipped her over the edge of the other two in terms of, like, vulnerability about her real self combined with, like, that final look was just fantastic. Yeah. But let's think about the legacy. So season mm. one, we had... Our Liverpudlian princess. Oh my gosh. Why don't I remember her name? The Vivian. The Vivian. Then season two, we had my gal, uh, from Glasgow, Lawrence Cheney. And now we've got Christopher Sachi. They're all quite different. Yeah. Like, well, well, I mean, Christopher Sachi's quite different to the other two, whereas Kitty's quite similar to yeah. a Lawrence. And I, you know what I, I mean? Agree. Yeah. It, 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 maybe it's kind of like, a little bit like when Violet Charchki won her season of Drag Race. She she really stands out just in the run of people that had won before her were all like quite comedy and quite like big, loud, clowny kind of queens. Like, And then she won and she was obviously very like that kind of fierce, like fashion bitch kind of persona. And I feel mm-hmm. like maybe Chrissy V is like a, a, a kind of a spin on that, which is like fierce, fierce and fashiony and like makeup-y, but also super sweet and and really like really nice as well at the same time she's not like yeah. a bitchy she's not a bitchy drag character she's actually like kind of funny and, and sweet so yeah. yeah she she feels like a good a good 
extra piece of variety on top of those other two for sure which is definitely more fashiony than the other two yeah and i guess i'm not I, I i have zero concern for kitty and ella in terms of like what they're gonna do next i guess i i feel pretty especially kitty i feel like pretty like comfortable with the fact that she's gonna get a lot of work <laughs> a lot of bookings i mean kitty yeah. on a panel show or something in the uk you just bring kitty in and yeah. she could just do it yeah she exactly that's what yeah she she's got a real kind of um yeah because actually i think didn't doesn't bagger bagger chips actually does a lot of tv work back at home doesn't she she does a lot of the panel shows and like tv shows she's totally to do, she does so much i feel like yeah there's there's a lot of opportunity back in the uk of certain types of tv show that really suit like a super quick campy funny queen there's, there's a lot of good good stuff for that i tell you who i really like looking at from last season uh is taste do you ever watch taste's stories oh yeah well taste is now just like this fashion queen she's so much fun though like like nothing is ever going to beat that one video that she posted you know when she's walking through soho and um and then that, there's that old woman that old old like white nana who like stops in her tracks and turns around and is like oh yeah <laughs> i just uh, so don't know good. why i'm talking about that right now but i love it but yeah congratulations to chrissy v like i'm 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 really happy i feel like this season of drag race was really really fun and i've heard some some people saying like oh wasn't as good as last season but it's like yeah last season was amazing and this season was really good so i'm not like you know to compare the two is like saying something was excellent and something was almost excellent right yeah i I mean last season was just utterly phenomenal and Mm. made even better by covid which is a weird Mm. thing to say um and I, I mean, yeah, this season was solid. It was solid. Yeah. It was definitely my third favorite UK season, but mm. it's still good. Yeah, exactly. To be, to be the third out of three amazing things is still not a bad thing, I guess. Yeah. So babes, that's it. We've done it. We've done all 10 episodes. It's Thanksgiving. It's over. And I, I believe there's a season four coming next year, but who knows, who knows where the world will be by next year, but it's been a pleasure doing this with you as always. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. It's been a pleasure. You know, sometimes me and Ben might seem like we're arguing about things, but you know, like a, like a true family, we love each other, don't we babes? Yeah, whether you're Republican, whether you're Republican, whether you're a Democrat, whether yeah. you believe in the vaccine or not, um, <laughs> we kid, we kid. We're uh, both Republican, and we're both no. Neither of us. Well, the real joke is neither of us can legally vote in this country, so yeah. it really doesn't matter. Yeah, we're and, nothing. <laughs> yeah, hope you all stay healthy out there. Get your booster shot, and maybe we'll see you in season four. Yes, bye. Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap UK. This episode was produced by Bree Weiss. If you've got something to say, get in touch. Drop us an email at dragracerecapuk at afterthought.media. Yes, and please listen to us on our podcast, You're Welcome America. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and all those good places. And follow us on our Instagram. We're at You're Welcome America, which is the letters You Are Welcome America. For bonus Drag Race UK content and more, support the show over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Drag Race Recap UK is an afterthought media podcast.